Hello there, welcome to the Binge 10. This is Larry Goldman, and boy, is there a lot to watch right now. There is tons and tons of good stuff. Let's just get started with all the new stuff that we haven't talked about yet. First of all, on Netflix, it's Tomorrow, which is out of Korea. Premise is that Grim Reapers are real. And they help judge dead people and escort them into the afterlife. However, a brand new division of Grim Reapers tries to prevent suicides. Each episode is about a specific person who's on the verge of suicide and how they go about saving them. Though the premise sounds dark, the show mixes in quite a few laughs. And it's really a lighthearted look at the situation in general. Uh... If uh, this is a uh, trigger topic for you, I I can't recommend it. Uh, But if you can get past the darkness of the premise, it's a pretty good show. I say tomorrow is just okay. Um, 61st Street. So on AMC, uh, this takes place in Chicago. Story combines uh, many, many serious themes. Uh, It's about a black college student who is visiting a drug dealer friend when the cops raid the corner and shoot the friend. Uh, though having though having done nothing wrong, Moses runs and is chased by the police. During the chase, Moses runs over one of the police officers. He hits his head and, of course, dies. The manhunt for Moses begins and ensues until he is caught. This all happens in, like, the first one or two episodes, so I'm not really giving anything away here. Uh, we witness uh, the police coercing Moses' brother into helping them find him. They coerce the mother into turning Moses over. They plan evidence, illegal surveillance, and what hasn't happened yet, but I'm presuming the trial is coming up. So it's tackling a lot, a lot of very difficult and uh, very relevant issues right now. Uh, I recommend 61st Street. Woke. So the second season of Woke, it's out starring Lamorne Morris from New Girl. Uh, This season, Keith Knight tries to capitalize on his fame from season one. But now he's on the other side of the microscope, and of course he's not handling it well. Sashira Zamata from Home Economics has a larger role this season, which is fantastic. And Keith's hallucinations have a smaller role. Um, So as they tackle the difficult topic of racism, stereotypes, and activism... The roommates, T. Murph and Blake Anderson, they keep things light, they keep things raunchy, and it's really funny. I recommend Woke. Um, Outer Range, so on Amazon Prime, starring Josh Brolin, you know him from The Avengers, No Country from Old Men, and Lily Taylor from American Crime. Uh, this show starts out feeling like Yellowstone, but then his son kills their neighbor, a mysterious woman asks to camp on his land. And guess what? There's a bottomless hole in one of his pastures that leads to someplace. Uh, There's enough unanswered questions in this thing to make it really, really interesting. I'm recommending Outer Range. Roar on Apple TV. This is an anthology where each episode is independent. Features a big-time cast, including Betty Gilpin, Nicole Kidman, Alison Brie, Merritt Weaver, and Issa Rae. And there's more. Uh, The show is meant to be a dark comedy around various feminist topics. Uh, The best one I have seen was episode three with Gilpin playing a literal trophy wife. She literally 
sits on his shelf as a trophy. Uh, some episodes are funnier than others. Not every so episode quite makes their point. I'd say Roar is just okay. Uh, Anatomy of a Scandal so is on Netflix. It stars Rupert Friend. That's Quinn from Homeland, by the way. Sienna Miller from 21 Bridges and Michelle Dockery from Downtown, Downton Abbey and a whole bunch more. Friend plays a government minister in the UK. He has an extramarital affair that gets leaked. But worse luck, his mistress uh, charges him with rape and he is indicted. Uh, lots to explain to his wife, who's Sienna Miller. Dockery plays the prosecuting lawyer, with, and she's got her own past baggage. And yes, uh, they still wear wigs in UK courtrooms, by the way. Uh, the drama is basically around consent. Has friend done this before? And how much forgiveness does Miller have in her bones? This starts out really well, but they just can't keep up the momentum. I'd say anatomy is just okay. Tokyo Vice. Stars Anzel Elgort from Baby Driver. It's on HBO Max. Tokyo Voice is about a young man, Jake, who became the first non-Japanese reporter for the newspaper in the 90s. Jake tries to make contacts within the Yakuza, the escort industry, and the police as he tries to uncover a lending and insurance scam. But the learning curve for understanding how the newspaper and Tokyo works is steep. I recommend Tokyo Vice. Better Call Saul, uh, Bob, Odenkirk, and crew are back, and the show is still great. Guess what? It's great. Nothing really more needs to be said. It would be difficult to jump in during the final season. I would recommend watching the whole series anyways. Better Call Saul, of course, comes highly recommended. We Own This City. It's The Wire Guys back on HBO Max. And guess what? They made another series about the Baltimore police. This time it focuses on the Gun Trace Division. The division's goal is supposed to get guns off the street. The leader of the group is John Berthold. He's from the he's from the Punisher and was the Punisher. And at least in the first episode, the show mostly focuses on Bruce police brutality and how the cops with multiple cl- complaints, some with as much as 50 complaints, are still on the street. It's very intense as you try to figure out who the good guys are and who the bad guys are, if there are any good guys. There are some council men and women trying to appeal to the mayor and police chief to investigate the issues further. I recommend We Own This City. Billy the Kid on Epics. This is the story of the notorious William Bonnie, William H. Bonnie, or as we typically know him, Billy the Kid. The series starts off with Billy in his pre-teens, moving with his family from New York to Kansas. Presumably, we'll see how he grows up and turns into the famous outlaw. After one episode, I like Billy the Kid. Um, Russian Doll. Russian Doll, back on Netflix, Natasha Leone is back as Nadia. Uh, last season was actually three years ago. Uh, this time, instead of a time loop, where she keeps dying, this time she goes back in multiple timelines and becomes her mother and or her grandmother. She is searching for her family's lost treasure and getting to know her mother and her relatives from a different perspective. There are very few 30-minute shows that combine this level of intelligence, science fiction, and really great laughs. I recommend Russian Doll. Flight Attendant is back. Big Bang alum Kaylee Kuko. I think that's how you pronounce it. This is the second season of the show that she spearheads. This season, she is now a CIA asset. She's sober, 
and she's still a flight attendant. Uh, I don't like her as much sober, but she's still really funny. Her, flan- her friend, played by uh, Zosia Mamet, is still the funniest part of the show. She's fantastic. And her boyfriend's great, too, in this. This time around, she's trying to figure out who might have killed someone by disguising themselves as her. Sounds complicated? Well, it is. The same jokes don't totally work as well this season. This time, she is in her own head again with herself instead of the dead guy from the last season. Uh, I still like this show. Definitely going to watch it. But um, not as good as uh, last season. The Man Who Fell to Earth on Showtime. The Man Who Fell to Earth is now a series starring Chiwetel Jofer. I don't even know if I'm close on that one. He plays the alien Faraday and Naomi Harris is the woman he is looking for. The first episode shows an alien trying to learn English, but he seems to know quite a bit about Earth, like The Price of Gold, which he then vomits up like... 10, 18-karat gold uh, rings out of his stomach, apparently. Um, Harris's character may hold the key to solving the ecological disasters, both on the alien's planet as well as Earth, though she doesn't know it yet. Lots to be interested in this one so far. I'm recommending The Man Who Fell to Earth. The Offer may be the best thing that came out this week on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, this show stars Miles Teller from Whiplash, and Matthew Good from Watchmen, and Giovanna Ribisi from a ton of things. But the one I like the most is Sneaky Pete. This is the story of the making of The Godfather. It shows how Mario Mario Puzo came up with the idea, how Paramount optioned the book, how they recruited Brando and Pacino to play their parts, how all the infighting at the studio almost uh, uh, squashed the movie, how they made it on budget, how they convinced the New York government and most importantly, the New York Mafia, to allow them to make it. This show is fantastic, and it comes highly, highly recommended. Made for Love, second season on HBO Max, which is killing it right now. Stars Kristen Milady from Palm Springs, Ray Romano from Ray. Billy Magnuson, he plays Robert Redford on The Offer. Uh, this series continues where season one left off, with Romano moving into the hub and Milady removing her chip. In the first couple of episodes, the joke doesn't seem to resonate as well as the first season. It's just okay, but it it could get good. We're going to keep an eye on this one. It could get a lot better as the season goes on. So We Crash ended. Wow, was that great. Um, Jared Leto, Hathaway, absolutely fantastic. Still think Super Pump was slightly better, but, you know, between Super Pumped, We Crashed, and Theranos, you can't lose on any one of those. Uh, Minks ended. That was a ton of fun. I assume they will do a second season. Not sure exactly how it's to work. I hope they bring bring, bring back Jake Johnson somehow. Uh, Better Things ended as a series. If you haven't seen the series, you can just watch the final season if you want. But it was all very, very good stuff. Uh, On this one, I might recommend watching the first season and the final season at least. Um, uh, The Thing About Pam ended. And I really like that one. Uh, interesting thing is the true story of that is still ongoing. Uh, she still hasn't faced charges on everything. So they may do a second season on that one. So what's my top 10? Number 10 is Tokyo Vice. Top 10 of, of all things to watch. Number nine is Flight Attendant. Number eight is Halo. Number seven is Russian Doll. Number six is Outer Range. Number five is The Author. Number four is, 
and you know it. It's Ozark. I don't have to review that for you. If you don't know what that is, I'm not going to tell you. The final six episodes dropped on Friday. I got one episode to go. It's Saturday. The show is ending really, really, really well. It probably should be number one, but I love number three, Julia. Number two, Better Call Saul. And number one, Winning Time. I can't put it over. But who knows, when I finish the last episode, Ozark could be right there with it. Other things I'm watching, and we talked about it, was Picard, We Own the City, The Man Who Fell to Earth, Billy the Kid, Moon Knight, Slow Horses, Horses, Superman and Lois and Naomi. Uh, Lots and lots of good stuff to watch out there. Thank you for tuning in. Go ahead and watch some great TV. Sick of all the same old shit. It does.